Hello, and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Brazil. This is the show where we get to talk about sports, we get to talk about business, and we get to talk about everything in between. However you're listening, wherever you are, you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Like and subscribe, click the five-star review, leave a review. You know how to do this stuff at this point. But more importantly, today, my incredible guest, I have Katana Ajan Jervis. I think I got that right. We'll get there. She's a group sales account executive at the Washington Commanders. Katana, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Michael? It's a good day to be alive, Katana. It's a great day to be alive. Absolutely. I'm in my basement, but happy to be above, what, six feet above ground than below ground. That's a, it's always a fun one. But Katana, this is a, this is going to be a really fun one. Uh, not super long, but I think we're going to have some fun with it. I actually came and spoke to your class, I don't know, maybe a year, maybe it was five years ago at this point. The time doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. But after I wrote my book, I came and spoke to your class and we had some, we had some fun. I, I was able to inspire a young college student. My gosh, that's just, you know, it's just so nice. It's just so so nice um but more importantly i want to get to you everything that you're doing i think it is super super cool so the first question obviously katana i have for everybody on the for the love of sports podcast is why do you love sports so much oh man i don't even know where to begin i mean honestly my my brother played football for like a little bit but it really took off when my cousin got drafted for the green bay packers nice and Who's for your cousin? so uh bj raji oh he was yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> very familiar <laughs> right. very well-known uh, athlete on the uh, okay very cool yeah so um he definitely you know just it was kind of cool because i watched him grow up in the church and he used to play the drums so um grew up to be a big boy went to boston college alongside yep. his brother um and since he started playing we we kind of just followed him and then of course i'm from new york so i followed the giants as well um and we you know that's how we got into to football basically just my cousin made it big he was like woo and um yeah went to college football games too of course so um that's awesome man i had no yeah. idea that's so cool yeah what's that like having such a because he was <laughs> dominant i know he wasn't in the league for too too long um mm -hmm. he was there for what seven eight years something like that if i'm not mistaken yeah I the, something like that um but like, what's that? That's got to be kind of cool, right? Like every Sunday, turn it on TV. Like you get to watch Aaron Rodgers do his thing, obviously. And then on the defensive side, you get to watch your cousin just absolutely dominate on the inside. That's got to be sweet. Yes, it was. It was just really, it was kind of unreal. Because when my aunt first announced it, because we all grew up in the church and she um, was the bishop. When she announced it, I really didn't understand what was happening because I mm -hmm. didn't really know too much about football. And she was just like, BJ got drafted number nine for the Green Bay Packers. And everybody just starts cheering. And I was like, I really don't know what's going on. And then it became real when I saw him playing on TV. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of just like, oh, my gosh, that's really my cousin. And, like, I actually have a best friend who is a big Green Bay Packers fan. And he's from Wisconsin. And I told him, I was like, yeah, my cousin plays on your team. That's he was awesome. like, really? I was like, yes, yeah, BJ Roger. And he was like, no way. So it, it was just nice to be able to say, like, you know, I have a cousin yeah. that played in the NFL. Yeah, he's not just played. Like, you know, a lot of people know somebody that played in the NFL. He dominated for the time oh. he was there, which is so cool. So that makes it even cooler, right? Drafted top 10, too. That's awesome. What a cool <laughs> way to kick off this interview, right? That's a fun first four minutes. So I guess so that's. That's great, right? That definitely gets you involved in the sport more. You're 
you're 100% going to start watching more on Sundays. Oh, the Packers are mm-hmm. on. Let's go watch my cousin play. I have a very great relationship with my cousin. If he was playing in the NFL, I could only imagine uh, what that was like. I guess where for you was that line of, hey, it's it, this is cool, to, okay, now I want to pay attention to other sports. Now I want to potentially put my career down this path because I'm sure – that wasn't always like, oh, well, now he's in the NFL. Now I want to work in sports. Like, where was that, I guess? When did you cross that line? So that line was actually crossed. It's weird. I, I think it was while I was still in my master's program, and it was when we were still doing in-person classes. Um, I, I got my master's in performing arts leadership and management. And I honestly my love of esports is kind of what pushed me to do sports. So I love gaming. I love competitive gaming. I've run tournaments. Um, I've run leagues before. So just the competitive spirit. And then of course, you know, whenever like fans come out, I love creating great experiences for them. So, you know, I couldn't find my way directly to esports. So I kind of was just like, you know what, we'll, we'll see what sports is like too. And the first challenge was with the Washington Nationals. Cause I don't know, think about, I didn't know, think about baseball. And I certainly did not like watching it on TV, mm-hmm. but in person, different story. Way more fun. And yeah, just working guest experience there was phenomenal. And the energy with the fans and, you know, win or lose, it still definitely was a good day to just be able to work in the industry. So that's kind of like when everything just spearheaded for me, just just in the middle of like gaming and I was like, you know what, I really want to do sports and esports is just as competitive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's going to be a, there's obviously a significant amount of crossover there. I've had many people, uh, you know, in the esports industry on this show prior and, and there's so many things that are starting to happen in that and they were happening prior to the pandemic right. and certain things like obviously the in-person events and all that kind of went away. Hopefully it's starting to come back a little bit more now, but then there's so many other things that are starting to come out that have come from the pandemic. I mean, the fact that esports was the only game in town literally for months where people, if you want, I started watching the NBA 2K league, right? Like I started watching MLB the show. That's when I downloaded a Twitch account. Like, I don't know if you paid attention to that guy at Barstool who had that dumb, you know, played his dumb video game that hundreds of thousands of people were watching. So that really brought me into this space a little bit more. And I'm sure I'm not the only person that did that, that really just shined the light on esports significantly more, which only is going to amplify it. So I'm sure many of your your talents and traits and attributes that you're learning through, let's call it traditional sports, will very much be able to to transition over into esports in some way, shape, or form. And now I'm kind of curious. So you're with the Commanders now, absolutely fantastic. I do want to get to that. But before you were with the Commanders, little birdie told me I came in, spoke to your school, to your class specifically. Um, I wrote a book for anybody out there that's unaware. You can click the link in the show notes. Uh, I give away the book for free. I mean, it's it's the ebook version or the PDF version. You're more than welcome. It's called Winning in Sports Business. It's essentially a how-to on how to get a job in sports. Now, you already have the job in sports part, right? You already are working for the Nationals. So I am curious. I came in and I spoke to your class. I've talked to multiple students afterwards, including you. I guess, like, what were some of your takeaways? Like, what were some of the things I did good? What were some of the things I could do better? (laughs) So that way, next time, when I go to another class, I can help out even more people like you. (laughs) So um, to be completely honest, I really don't have anything to say as far as, like, doing better because the one biggest takeaway... Too good to me. (laughs) The one biggest takeaway was, like, the best advice, you know, that a lot of people have said in different ways, but it just really stood out because you said... You know, the worst that could happen is that they say no. 
and you're just where you already are. So as far as asking for help and reaching out to people and, you know, I really started taking that and manifesting it, especially with my job at Massage Envy. You know, I actually ran into a client, um, one of our members, he actually knew somebody who worked here with the commanders. Um, so, you know, he told me, he was like, hey, I'll, send me over your resume. I'll, I'll see if I can reach out to them and let them know that you're looking to work in sports. And, you know, like the, the worst that could happen was no response. And, and that's fine. Um, you know, a lot of times it's really hard to get into sports, especially in higher positions, because they really like to promote from internally. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the, you know, things I did was with the Sport Business Association at Shenandoah. One day they said, hey, we're volunteering at a Washington game. Um, and it's, it was when they were playing the Bengals and I believe the Ravens as well. So the preseason games. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't do both of them because my boyfriend actually bought me tickets to the Ravens um, preseason game <laughs> uh, here at FedEx Field. So I was just like, hey, I like didn't buy the tickets. Yeah, I'm going to be there, but I can't volunteer, but I can come for the Cincinnati game. So um, they were like, all right, well, come out. Went out there. We were working. We were scanning tickets at gate H. And I seen a table uh, with some folks that work here. And all I did was go up and I said, hey, um, you know, what's it like doing sales and sports? And they answered my questions and then say, hey, just connect with us on LinkedIn. That's exactly what I did. Just say, you know, we're just going to go for it. Because like you said, the worst that could happen is that people say no. But you also said people like helping people. Mm -hmm. So that's what they were doing. They were helping me, um, connected me to all the right people and here, here I am in here the flesh. You, are. you made it. Well, we're virtual, but whatever. It's good enough. <laughs> you made it. You're on the podcast now. Look at that. Your life only goes down here. Uh, sorry to let you know that, Katana. But no, I think that's that's awesome. I'm really grateful that you actually took a lot of that stuff to, to heart and, and utilize it, right? And my whole goal is when I go and speak to a class, if I can just help one single person, that is so that that makes it totally worth it for me because like again you were gonna get here in some way shape or form if I just expedite if I just helped you skip like steps like E through K and then got you <laughs> right to where you needed to be so that you could get that job that is totally worth it to me so I'm very grateful that you did that and 100 percent people love help like who doesn't like helping somebody else it's always a funny thing like yeah. asking for help is so easy none of us do it enough but it's like anyone can ask me for help like if I can do it I'll do my best to try and get right. there. So that is awesome. I'm, I'm very grateful that you did that. I'm very grateful that this worked out. And again, makes me happy, right? Now it makes me happy knowing that I was able to help you. So I think that is so darn cool. And so now you're on your way to success, right? You already had the job at the Nationals. So that's already on your resume. So bing, bang, boom. You were, you were already on your way there. But I just think it's really cool that you were able to take your job at Massage Envy where you know, if you said, hey, how could I get a job at the commanders working at Massage Edney? I would have not been able to connect those dots. But again, clearly, you knew someone who knew someone. Everybody knows somebody, right? And so you just ask those questions and what's the worst that can happen? And look at you. You uh, you, you were able to, to volunteer for those positions. And then that led you to running into more people and finding, you know, the opportunity there, which I think is awesome. So I do actually want to talk about what you're doing at the commanders, right? You're doing group sales tickets. Um, 
selling tickets is very hard work. It's a lot of long hours. I can only imagine how many phone calls you make a day. I can only imagine how many emails you send a day. So I guess, you know, obviously that's not your overall goal is to sell tickets. Maybe you love it. Who the heck am I? Um, I guess like, what have you learned in this type of position that you think you can move forward with in your career in, in, in esports and normal sports and wherever you want to go from there? I really love working with people in general. So, you know, I actually stress that my why is being able to, you know, share people an experience that can really make the game day different for them. You know, it's a, it's a lot more fun. There are a lot of extra, um, what you might call there are just so many new things that are coming in especially in sports and then you know with esports like it's the same thing they have something for fan experience mm -hmm. so that's essentially what i'm doing is just you know we're making sure we can get you into the best games for the most affordable price and into some of the best seats to get the best game day experience mm -hmm. And that's, I, I like contributing to folks' experience. You know, that's why I did guest experience with the Nets, because it's like, I want to make sure people are having a good time, win or lose. Like, we're still going to have fun, yeah. you know? So um, that's definitely kind of the biggest reasons why I'm like here, what I do. I'm, I'm just basically talking to people, build relationships, and they're there's some great people here and I'm excited to have worked with some of the clients I've already had and to be working with the current clients I have now. That is awesome. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, again, you like helping people you're, you're looking to, you know, enhance their experience through what you've been able to learn and, and achieve at this point, which I think is just awesome. And now you're able to take that and bring that to them and bring them the best experience. Cause there's only eight home games. Well, I guess kind of nine, sometimes home games yeah. a year, depending on how that, that the schedule rocks out. So, there's only so many chances, right? There's only so many chances to get out to a game. There's only so many chances to be able to see your team live. I mean, I'm a Giants fan. I still try, with as absolutely horrible as we have been in the last like decade, I still try and get to at least one game a year because there's nothing like it. Being in the crowd, seeing everything happen, the reaction, right? There's 60,000 people around you screaming. Yeah. It is so much fun. Like there's nothing like that. And I love watching Red Zone and sitting on my TV and the best angle and the beer is way cheaper. Uh, it's, there's just there's nothing like being there in in the stadium doing doing that with everyone else, which I think is really cool. And so, I'm kind of curious, like what I'm not asking you, like where where you're trying to go in the next two weeks, but I guess like what are some of your what are some of your ideas for the future? What are some of the things that you're trying to look to do and and to continue to be on this path of you know being successful in the world of sports? Is is there anything on the horizon that you're like you know it'd be really cool if I could be GM, right? Maybe it's GM. I don't know. You tell me. Honestly, I I don't know like specifics anymore. It's more of if if I can wiggle my way into a position where I can mix the esports genre with the real sports genre, then that's like that's like the dream mm -hmm. if I can like mix the two. But as far as like specific positions, I mean, I, I work with people now. If I if I went to like guest experience, I'd be working with people there. If I went to community community relations, I'd work with people there. So I'm just I'm very content and very happy with where I'm going. And you know, definitely can't wait to get into the swing of 
my uh, new position here mm -hmm. um, as a group sales account executive and, you know, creating kind of like almost annual events that yeah. hopefully we can host for like big groups out here. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's no specific title. I'm no. really reaching for just I just know that it it will be in the sports industry and I'll find my way into esports. And it sounds like you're going to be talking to people and helping people out throughout the entire thing. That's the uh, exactly. that, that seems like what it is. <laughs> out of curiosity, I'm I'm unaware. Does like the D.C. area, are there any because I know there is a bunch of esports venues around the country. I'm assuming D.C. is a pretty big city, right? Do they have like a live a uh, live, live arena or anything that where you can watch them like lol or call of duty um, or anything like that i'm i'm actually not sure i do know um i, I think the overwatch team mm -hmm. might actually have some kind of um some kind of venue mm -hmm. where where they play the the home games and have fans come out to and that's the washington justice team very cool so don't quote me on it i won't but you you said it on an interview, I, I, so I don't know. It's I said it quoting, on an interview. I won't personally quote you. You can quote yourself. I I'm letting it. viewers know too. Like, don't don't quote me. All right. I don't. Good. Yeah. Good. To know. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll just put a disclaimer at the bottom of the uh, the show notes on that one. But Katana, this is awesome. Uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate your time. In case anybody out there is wondering, how would they possibly get in contact with you? In case they want to, I don't know, buy a couple tickets to the upcoming games. I mean, Commanders are doing some cool stuff out there. I don't. Oh yeah, go see new uniforms, new team name, new other stuff potentially in the future. I don't know. Where can they contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, of course, you can directly reach me on LinkedIn. Um, that is my wait. There we you go. Got it. That is my name, um, fully spelled out on LinkedIn. And then I I do have a direct line as well. So that's actually all on LinkedIn. My phone number, perfect, and my email. So, um. Yeah, and I do have a Twitter as well, um, at Kit K I T takes command. So um, uh, if you want to take command uh, of your game day experience, love it. Let me know. <laughs> and for anybody that's just listening, Katana has some sweet burgundy in her hair right now. I do. Just throwing I, that out there. So you're yeah. really. You are crossing off all, you're checking all those boxes, Katana. Well, Katana, thank you so much for your time. I sincerely appreciate it. I know you're trying to go out, get some drinks <laughs> for your coworkers. It's well-deserved. It's a Thursday. You deserve that. So sincerely, sincerely appreciate that. I will make sure to have your Twitter and LinkedIn in the bio in case anybody does want to reach out to you. Ask you some questions. See what's going on. Nothing ever. Katana likes helping people. Just ask her. How can she help? That's all we're here to do. So Katana, sincerely, sincerely appreciate it to you. To everyone listening, the only thing we don't get more of is time, so I really appreciate you guys giving me some of yours. Other than that, I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of their day. Bye, everybody. <laughs>